That's right. Welcome to another edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the pro sports show where we talk and you listen. I'm Colin Logston. I'm Evan Sashella. And I'm Vaughn Lozon. And this episode is going to be a little different. Um, this past weekend, there wasn't too much going on in the pro sports world. But one big thing, luckily for us, that was going on was NBA All-Star Weekend, which was capped off by the game uh, with the Eastern Conference versus the Western Conference yesterday. Yeah, the West won 196 to 173. Pretty much felt like it was 1,600-something because it was nonstop scoring. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Evan, you want to start us out? I think the NBA All-Star Game and Weekend is a joke, and that's why I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, just the entire you, are, you are a comedian, so you like jokes. The entire weekend, yeah. Uh, celebrity Game, uh, that was a joke. That's how they started off. Kevin Hart came in as the coach, and then he came in as the player. But, you know, Chauncey Billups, my favorite piss of all time. He was in the game for the U.S. I like the U.S., Canada's uh, two different teams. Mm-hmm. You got to see Tracy McGrady suit up again. You get to see all your NBA legends. Uh, the MVP was Wim Butler. I don't know if you guys know. He's the senior from Arcade Fire. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, uh, knew, at the end the of the game, game uh, they were asking him, like, they were, the reporter was asking him questions, and he tried to make, like, a political statement, and they cut him off. And I what forgot. were you talking about? I don't remember. They cut them off like too early. Like presidential stuff? Or yeah, it was, I think it was about like the Canada's health care or something. Oh. Well, thank they, God they cut that early. Yeah, no seriously. Cares. Yeah. Sounds like a train wreck. So that was fun. Uh, Andre Drummond got the coach in that game. <laughs> Kevin Hart stepped in, so that was fun. Uh, the game I watched the most was the Riding Stars Challenge that came right after. Uh, that was a very intense game. Again, showing the U.S. versus the world. Uh, the world, Chris Stapps Porzingis dropped like 30 points. He was an excellent uh, even the U.S., you know, you're, you're missing some guys. I think if Stanley Johnson for the Pistons was fully healthy, he probably – He should have been in He would have been in that. But you know what? I think the entire Minnesota Timberwolves team was on that U.S. roster or the, mm-hmm. the world roster. Seems like it. Yeah, but it was, it was a very good game. Uh, you had several different guys in there that are coming up. I think uh, Zach Levine was one of them. And he had a really good uh, showing in the slam dunk contest. We'll get to that later. Yep. Uh, but it was an intense game. It was fun. I think there was a three-point game at the end, and it was just kind of like the all-star game where there's no defense being played whatsoever. It's kind of cherry pick it, uh, go back and forth as you please. But it was pretty close at the end. The, there was actually some full-court pressure. Teams were both trying to win. It was like a 157-154 game. Uh, but it was intense. and uh, I thought that was a good way to start day one of the uh, all-star weekend. Uh, day two of one of probably my favorite nights. Uh, the skills challenge was fun. I see all those seven footers in there trying to, you know, dribble around. And Carl Anthony Towns showed why he <laughs> might be the rookie of the year, uh, just what his ability to do whatever. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Anthony Davis was in there. Draymond Green for my hometown of Sag Nasty, Saginaw, Michigan. Don't call it that. Gosh, um. don't call it that. <laughs> I, I understand what you mean, but that was intense. Uh, Three-point contest. Who won know, the skills competition? It was Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. It was Anthony Towns. Okay. He beat Isaiah Thomas. Not the Isaiah Thomas we know and love, but the Boston's one. Isaiah who's Thomas. Na- who's named after the yeah. Boston's Isaiah Thomas, but it's spelled differently. Is they it really? They didn't realize that they spelled it wrong, but he was named oh. after. That's too he bad. He was named after that one, yeah. Three-point contest. We all thought the Splash Brothers, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson were going to be in the finals. They did. Clay Thompson won. Yep. It was 27-23 in that final round. Uh, good for him. Uh Slam dunk, that was interesting. <laughs> Will Barton, I didn't, I don't even know who he was. Uh, I remember him as a college player at Memphis. And he yeah, was, he was like a top recruit, but I didn't even know he was in the NBA. 
Yeah, he came out with the zombies. I don't know if you guys saw that the uh-huh. introduction. That was yep. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the only exciting thing about his act. Mm-hmm. I didn't like any of his dunks. I think Andre Drummond no. didn't have a good showing either. No, no. not at all. Uh, he had the cool Steve Nash thing, but that was kind of bobbled. Uh, I, I thought Aaron Gordon should have won. I think uh, everyone thinks Aaron Gordon. But the, yeah. the mascot and throwing it, like, come on. Yeah. I thought Zach Levine, he was pretty flashy. I mean, he, he's jumping from the nearly the free throw line. Uh, through a, through the legs, that was a pretty good dunk. And that's all what it's tense. all about. It's all about the flash and yep. and all that. But they're yeah. both they're both extremely athletic and both great dunkers. So it was it was cool. Kind of brought back the the slam dunk competition a little bit. I enjoyed that. Now, lastly, the All Star game, uh, just as I expected, uh, expected a high scoring game with no defense. And I'm surprised that the West almost got the 200. They were four points away, but. It was a good good showing for Kobe Bryant, his last All-Star game, uh, for him to come out and uh, do what he did. Uh, I thought uh, Paul George played a good game. Uh, he had 41 points. I thought it seemed like a good game because all the all the starters, they got significant minutes. It wasn't kind of like subbing, like everyone gets equal time. It was mm-hmm. just here's the 10 people you voted for to start this game. They're going to play a lot. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was interesting. I mean, Russell Westbrook deserved the MVP again. He had a very good game. Second straight year he won it. I uh, didn't like the coaches for it. Tyron Lue, I don't think you're an all-star coach if you coach three games in the NBA. I don't think that happens. Greg Popovich coaches every year, too. So uh, Are they supposed to bring back David Blatt, though? They want, I, don't I think, think they'll... they should have. Come on, David, come he back. He was the one that got Cleveland to the NBA Finals last year. Like, Lue didn't do true. anything. That's true. They should have brought in like the second-place Eastern coach or whatever. Right. Atlanta's, yeah, so Atlanta's coach. Bring in, yeah. People yeah. were saying Luke Walton should have coached the Western Conference, and he had, was the assistant coach last year at Took the Warriors to what was it? Their start thirty record record breaking mm, start. Yeah, yeah. but did he did he really do that or was it just his team so good? He really oh, it was just the team. I can yeah, coach that team. Head, they do all right. He'll he get the head coaching gig though coming. Uh, oh, definitely. Look, but, I'm I'm with you on this one, Evan. I think the NBA All Star Game is a joke. I like the weekend in general, the skills competition, three point shooting. That's all fun mm-hmm. and games. But when it comes to the NBA All Star <coughs> Game. There's just no contest, really. Uh, there's cherry-picking. There's no defense. People are just slam-dunking left and right. People are just shooting 60-feet shots, like every yep. other shot. It's ridiculous. Three, let's go through three-point shooting real quick. Paul George was 9 for 19. He shot 19 threes. Jesus. He had 41 points overall, which was one away from Wilt Chamberlain's record of the All-Star game. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 4 for 12. Uh, let's see. John Wall was only 2 for 4, but he had 22 points. James Harden, 7 for 12. Klay Thompson, 3 for 10. Russell Westbrook was 7 for 17. And Steph Curry was 6 for 13. It's just it's not fun to watch, in my opinion. I watched the first half. Uh, it was nearly 100 apiece at the end of the first half. Uh, I, I just did not thoroughly enjoy watching this game. Um, it, I did like the fact that everyone got their playing time. Uh, even guys like DeMarcus Cousins, Draymond Green that didn't play much, they, they still showed off their talents. DeMarcus Cousins... Made a three-point shot, which was kind of surprising. He's actually a decent yeah. shooter for a big guy. He, yeah, he he's hit, got he can, he's, he can hit it from deep. It, it's crazy how big these guys are, and they're known for being post players, and they're just draining threes. But yeah, Anthony Davis, he uh, he was twelve for thirteen field goals. He didn't make any threes, but twelve for thirteen, he had twenty-four points. Uh, it, it's a good place to show your skills. But it's not fun for the fans, I don't think, to watch this game. Like, you didn't hear many cheering. Uh, I can't imagine what the viewership is of this game. Um, just the the lead-up to the game, too, with the whole Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. tribute 
was kind of ridiculous and a little drawn out in my opinion. Um, I did like the the halftime show. They had Sting from the Police yep. do the halftime show. I thought that I miss, was I missed that. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, overall, uh, the weekend was great, but the All Star Game was kind of a dud, in my opinion. Yeah, I think my biggest problem with it is, and I, th- I know a lot of people like the the flashiness, the going back and forth, just yeah. people um, just lobbing it from downtown, just the alley oops and everything. It's the best players in the league. I want to kind of see them go, like, play, play tough, play for something, kind of like how we were talking about exactly. the Pro Bowl. If it meant something, they'd play harder. And I want to see, like, LeBron take on Kobe, take on Carmelo. Those guys, like, when they go one-on-one, I don't want the defensive guy just to let the offensive guy blow by him and get a big dunk for the pan- for the fans to get excited. I want him to man up on defense and give his all. I want to see those tough one-on-one matchups, those guys go and, and you know, give it their give it their their best every every effort you know lebron take it on kobe and kobe not just let him go by and smile at him on his way up <laughs> right. and that whole kobe thing i think it was definitely a little over the top yeah um with drake introducing him the whole like half hour video like it's like it's too much like yeah, i changed you, the channel yeah yes and i, I didn't think a lot watch, of, i did the same thing i watched like a minute of it and i changed the channel yeah he should have got some kind of honor some kind of ceremony some speech something but he doesn't need something that big you're a great player, but this game is about more than you, especially when you're past your prime. It, whenever he goes to an opposing player's home court, they give that to him anyways. Like, you see this in Boston. In Boston, earlier in the season, when they played uh, at Boston, he they were the crowd was chanting for Kobe at the end of the game. Yeah. That kind of – that, that doesn't sit well with me. I, if, no. If, if I went to that game where the Lakers came to Auburn Hills and played the Pistons – there's no way in hell that I'd be chanting for Kobe. There's no way. I think some of them were. I, they probably. And did you were. hear Mason's sure introduction for him? It was like no, ten I heard minutes of it. long. Yep. It was like ten minutes long. It was so over the top. It was five-time NBA champion, three-time MVP, literally naming every statistic back to his high school. It's like, and then he, and then and here's your Detroit Pistons. That's pretty much it. So it's more about Kobe than the actual home it's team. Ridiculous. And the Pistons are good this year too. Yeah. So it is ridiculous. It's it's worse than the Derek Jeter one. And where Jeter's his last year, two years ago, when he went to every home stadium, they had a present for him. Mm-hmm. That's bad enough. But now it's like you got the fans got to be into it. There has to be some huge video. Drake is giving him some announcement. It's just too much. Kobe's defense. I know you guys are attacking Kobe. Maybe it's because you guys are all Pistons fans. I see with the 2004 NBA championship against the Lakers, we don't really like Kobe. Uh, but Kobe was one of the one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Uh, we're not seeing this greatness anymore. Everybody that's coming to the league now, they have been inspired by Kobe. Kobe was the original guy. True. You see Kevin Durant, he's talking talking bad about the media because the media said they treat Kobe Bryant like crap, and that's why Kobe Bryant is retiring at the age of 37, 38 when uh, next season approaches. But this guy, he's been selected to 18 All-Star games, and he's leaving. The, he's one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. You ask anybody – uh, we talk about the going in different home arenas, different arenas, and getting mm-hmm. the presence. It's kind of like with Derek Jeter, Big Poppy's doing that for MLB. But oh I think, gosh, are yeah. are they going to be doing that with David Ortiz this year? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Uh, he's retired. I know he's he's, he's, he's not worthy of that. He's he's no he's Kobe's no Derek Jeter. I don't think any. I think nobody is, but especially Big Poppy, like Kobe and Derek oh, Jeter, yeah. two of the best players in their positions of all time. Kobe's a top five NBA player, yeah. any position, all right. time. Yeah, Big Poppy, come on. But going back to Kobe Bryant, uh, he does. I think he deserved. Uh, I don't think it was should have been that long, mm-hmm. but some sort of tribute. I mean, this guy is just, uh, despite all the critics and all his past, and we all know about his past and what he done off the court, on the court. 
he sells out arenas. People come to watch Kobe Bryant. Look at the 76ers. No, people aren't there for the 76ers. They packed that place out when Kobe Bryant came to town because Kobe Bryant was uh, from Mm -hmm. Philadelphia. Well, because everyone on their team is horrible. Right. So do you think they have nothing good to watch? Same thing with LeBron when he's going to retire, if he if he announces it before the season, probably. Which he will. He will. If he's LeBron James, he's even bigger than Kobe. His will be even bigger. He's still in Cleveland at that time. Every every game will be packed. Every game will be a madhouse. I mean, no, I, I think his will determine on how many championships he brings to Cleveland. Yeah. Kobe's delivered for L.A., so we'll see if LeBron can deliver for, yeah, we'll for see. his hometown. It'll be interesting to see. Right. But, yeah, Kobe is one of the best players of all time. Listen, that 81-point game against Toronto back in 04 was absolutely incredible. I've never seen anything like that. Nope. I think Jalen Rose is still heard about <laughs> it because he got tore up that game. Um, yeah, just one of the best players of all time. And I think before the game, what they should have done was bring out the, um, the NBA commissioner and just say a few words. Say what Kobe's meant to the league, what he's done, just mm-hmm. for like a minute or two. But then even like the players, they were showing little interviews they had with them. What what each what he meant to each guy in the All Star game. Like Westbrook was talking, um, Steph Curry was talking. Steph Curry even got his jersey autographed by yeah. Kobe after the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need all that, but Kobe definitely did deserve his moment of spotlight because he has done a lot for the NBA. He's been with the Lakers his entire career. He's barely missed a game. He's he's been a legend. But I just think for anybody, I think it's too much, and you're taking away from the guys now. I think that's my that's going, my biggest problem. Agreed. Going back to the fans, though, that's what it's about. You know, we saw at the end of the game, uh, Kobe was being interviewed. LeBron came up. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that. Yeah, came yeah, out, yeah. I didn't see. Came up and interrupted them. Was just yeah. like, he tried to block me. Or yeah, say something like that. I don't know. Post a lot me up or something. About that. Really? Yeah, that's kind of this game. This is what this weekend's about. It's supposed to be a joke. There's supposed to be no defense. It's supposed to just be everyone's favorite NBA players coming together. For setting up dream teams, having a fun night, and showing the camaraderie of the NBA. That's what this game is about. And I thought they did a good job, especially this is the last time you'll be seeing Kobe with all these stars uh, on one yep. team. No, that's not what it's about. That's what it's become. An all-star game is about the best going on the best and then like seeing who's truly the best player, who's truly the best conference. That's, the West has won like the last 20 in a row, it seems like. The <laughs> East never wins. And uh, it just seems that the guys give up halfway through. I think they yeah. give up from tip-off. Did you see the tip-off? LeBron mm-hmm. basically gave it to Kobe because Kobe was doing the tip. Oh, my gosh. LeBron was like – Of course. He just, like, pushed it his way kind of. It, it, it's a they, joke. I don't think they care. That's, that's oh, they, the problem. None they of them care. care. But if it was like the NHL where they got a million bucks. I'm surprised they didn't bring yeah. out a wheelchair for Kobe and just, like, push him to the basket for, like, his final lap <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was getting sh- that ridiculous. Yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me at all. No, not at all. Nope. They, they got to reformat it somehow. Yeah, if it, if it was worth something to the players, like if they won something, yeah. if it, it was if it was of importance, they would play defense. Mm-hmm. And I want to see like Kawhi Leonard. They, they go, play Kawhi Leonard's too. an awesome defender yeah. in that game. Now that game. would be a great All Star game. It would. Everyone would watch. You wouldn't have people like me complaining about it. No, I want to see Kawhi and Draymond Green, two of the best defenders in the league. I want to see them try to lock down their guys. Yeah, put Draymond on LeBron ISO and see see who's better one on one. Let let there be some pride on the line. I think that would be really fun to watch. Maybe we'll see when uh, Kawhi and Draymond continue to make all-star games. It was just their first selection, so we'll see what happens. That's true. They're young. That's true. All the NBA scorers are going to retire, and Kobe, LeBron's going to be – not. he's still a few years away. But and I think another thing, there. I think the last like 10 years, it's been almost the same guys in every all-star game. It's always been Chris Paul, Kobe, LeBron, D-Wade, yeah, Carmelo. Wade. Dwayne Wade didn't even – like deserve it in my opinion. No, but he year. got it. Reggie Jackson, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I know, but Reggie Jackson should have 
see been the nod it's over It's all about him. the He's from the Pistons. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's, it's been the same guys these last 10 years. So I feel like I've watched the same All-Star game happen mm-hmm. over and over again where the West dominates. Like, right. was Tim Duncan in this All-Star game? I didn't watch. He probably was. I don't, well, no. he's hurt, he's I think. Yeah, he's, he's hurt. Not. Okay, he would have yeah. been in it. I feel like it's always him going on Chris Bosh. You see Carmelo and LeBron line up in each other. Kobe yeah. D. Wade. Chris Paul and Tony Parker or something. It's been the same game the last 10 years. Yeah. I think as these younger guys, there's a lot of good young players in the NBA. I think as the more they develop, this game is going to get talent. better. Right. Like in a couple of years, you're going to see just Steph Curry, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, um, Maybe Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, Drummond will be in it more. I think that's once you start getting the new fresh wave of players, it'll generate more excitement. I hope I so. I agree. Next, coming next year in the draft, Ben Simmons. That guy's going to be oh, fun yeah. to watch in the league. He could be the next the next great thing. That'll be another 76er first uh, overall pick. Yep. Ho- hopefully not for his sake. <laughs> another first, I pray for Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do that's too, where, man. That's where, that's where lottery guys go He's to so die. He's so talented, that's too. Where they, that's where you to go, go to die. He's a decent right. team. When Stauskas got traded there, uh, I felt bad for him because he's my Michigan guy. No, no Nick Stauskas? It, yeah, and now yeah. his career is done. He was better in Sacramento, which is sad to yeah. say. Yeah, I think anyone would be better on Sacramento <laughs> than And that's sad to say because no one cares about Sacramento, but that's how oh, bad Philadelphia is. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. No one wants to go play with DeMarcus Cousins either. Very true. Okay, so moving on to uh, studs and duds, the second week of our new segment. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, my stud this week is Thomas Newman. He is a writer for ESPN.com, and I found this uh, article, I think, on Thursday of last week. Um, it was shortly after the Super Bowl. Uh, the headline is, it's never too early to predict the next 25 Super Bowl champions. And I think you I would, saw that. You would th- yeah, you would think that this is you know just a joke thing, and that's entirely what it is. Th- this article is it- it's hilarious. I, is he I, trying to be serious, though? In the or first he... couple, he is. Uh, the first Super Bowl, so he predicted the Super Bowl for next year. He goes, uh, he thinks that San Francisco will beat the Patriots 27-24 next year. What? And he thinks Colin Kaepernick will undergo a career rebirth under new coach Chip Kelly. What? Um, he thinks that they'll sign Alshon Jeffrey and draft rookie Laquan Treadwell. And he thinks that that'll revitalize their offense and they'll win. So what about the entire defense they lost and after Harbaugh left? And that's what I was thinking, too. Was this past Super Bowl so just showed us what a yeah. defense can do. Oh but, yeah, God. this article is hilarious. It gives you everything from there being an NFL-SEC merger to like <laughs> okay so it is onion, a, so it is yeah, a it, it sounds it like general. an onion article doesn't yeah. it yeah so he he thinks that there will be an NFL SEC merger um he thinks that uh the, the NFL SEC will, players already get paid so i mean they probably take a yeah. pay cut actually going yeah. to the league he thinks that honest. the NFL will branch out to all these different countries like Mexico and Tokyo and all this um but uh the real redemption here is Super Bowl 74 the Lions finally get their Super Bowl Wow. They, they win 35-12 to 12 against the Tokyo Rising Suns in Madden Coliseum in Beijing. I hope I'm alive in 24 years just That's, to see what that happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if it happens, it'd be great. So he, he's what, saying— what, what does uh, he say for the game? Yeah, tell us what his whole He says, uh, here, here's the little bio here. Nearly a quarter century after retiring in his prime, Hall of Fame wide receiver Calvin Johnson returns to Detroit for oh the God. opportunity to team up with quarterback Chosen Newton. Who's probably Cam Newton's kid and head coach Jay Harbaugh. Uh, Newton and Jay Johnson Harbaugh. connect for two touchdowns, and Barry Sanders the third adds two more scores. Um, so yeah, they'll they'll win their first championship in eighty two and a half years. 
That guy's getting – he's employed by ESPN. Let's just take a moment to think about yeah. that. Yeah, yep. Thomas Newman Gosh, is the yeah. writer if you want to Barry go, Sanders uh, II is still in college. In 24 years, his son will not be – he doesn't have a son right now, so he will not be in the, by the Lions. He won't be on the team in 24 years. Probably not. That doesn't make sense, like, no. logically. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. It's a fun article. Chosen Newton. It, chosen Newton. Cam Newton's probable kid. Gosh, so, uh, he probably we'll would name his son something like that. Chosen, so that might chosen be, Newton. That might be accurate. Yeah. So yeah, it, was a fun, it was a fun article to read. Uh, the the year before the Lions win, uh, the LSU Tigers win a Super Bowl. So it's kind of funny that an SEC team wins before the Lions do. But anyways, so that's my stud. It's Thomas Newman. That was a fun article to read. Uh, my dud is college basketball in general. All these top teams losing. And I don't think anyone wants to be in the top five at all. Over the weekend, you had ten upsets. And here they are. You had Arizona State over USC, and that's not that big of an upset. But you had uh, Purdue. They lost to U of M. Uh, Wisconsin beat Maryland. Kansas over Oklahoma. That was a good game, though. Uh-huh. Uh, Duke beat Virginia, which was very surprising. Duke's been pretty bad. But Duke has beaten them 22 straight times at home. Yeah, so a lot of people were thinking it would be tough for Virginia to do that. And that yeah. was a buzzer-beater game, too. That was, yeah, Grayson Allen had to pull up from 15 feet. And he traveled. And, yeah, he did travel. That was definitely a travel. But, that, yeah, so you had Duke over Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanford over Oregon. Notre Dame over Louisville. Uh, LSU over Texas A&M, Texas Tech over Baylor, and Northern Iowa over Wichita State. Yet all of these teams get upset, and it instantly switched the top 25. Uh, Duke is back in the top 25 as well. They're number wow. 20. Uh, Villanova is still hanging on to number one. It, it's just incredible that all these teams keep losing. I think this is the the biggest changeup of number ones uh, in, I think, 20 or 30 years, I, I want right. to say. It was something like right. 20 or 30 years. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable how all these teams keep losing. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that this is happening because March Madness is going to be crazy this year. It is. March Madness is going to be awesome. I, that's my favorite time of the year. You get baseball starting up and you get March Madness. It's crazy. Get ready to pick out those brackets, people. Yeah, exactly. Exciting time. So my dud is NCAA basketball. Yeah, it's been a crazy year for college basketball. Usually there's like three to five teams every year that solidify themselves mm-hmm. at the top, and they really control the whole year. Yeah. Usually like Kentucky, Duke, um, Wisconsin's up North there sometimes. Carolina. North Carolina, Michigan State's yep. up there sometimes. None of those teams can win it all this year. No. Kentucky looks horrible. Duke was Duke out of the top 25 bad. for the first time in like eight years. It's Yeah, I think it was eight years. Like no one wants to stay up there. I think Texas A&M was ranked in the top five for a little bit. They were um, up there. It's just such yeah. a weird year. There's no team you really feel confident going into March Madness. Mm-hmm. Usually, and usually there's like four or five of them. You're well, like, yeah. okay, it's going to be like two of these teams. They're the ones that are going to win it all. I think North Carolina's probably been the most consistent, but they've only been number one for like two weeks. Villanova, they're number, they're number one right now. No one really feels confident in them yeah. winning the whole thing. Yeah, so. and then, it, yeah, you got North Carolina. They're definitely awesome. the most consistent of the, of the group. Um, I think Maryland has been pretty consistent as well besides their loss this past weekend. Uh, it, it'll just be interesting to see how uh, Joey Brackets, Joe Lombardi of ESPN, gives his uh, his top seedings uh, at the end of the year. I think it'll be interesting. I, I have no idea who's going to be in number one seed or number two seed. Uh, it, it could seriously be anybody at this point. It's it's going to be a weird year. I feel like a team like Temple could make the Final Four or something. Yeah. I don't even know if they're good this year. Yeah. But it just feels like that kind of year. <laughs> you, yeah, you could see it. You get Butler. Uh, Butler made it to the Final Four a few times. Uh, it it'll definitely be interesting to see. Yeah. So uh, so what you got, Evan? My stud for this weekend is the guy I mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, Paul George. Okay. 
Paul George, yeah. uh, 2013, uh, he was the most improved player of the year in the NBA. He earned his first All-Star selection that year. <coughs> he plays for the Indiana, Indiana Pacers, and Indiana is not typically a hot spot for NBA talent, and uh, he's sh- making sure of it. Uh, 2014, he was trying out for the United States national team for the FIBA World Cup, and mm-hmm. we were watching the, a scrimmage live. He Injured himself, so broken leg, was out for the entire 2014-2015 season. Uh, Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski, had to call the game uh, early because of that injury. It was so gruesome, yeah. and they were, it was all over ESPN, all over SportsCenter. They're just re-showing this, and he missed all of last year. Now he comes back fully healthy, recovered, makes another All-Star game. And in the game with Steph Curry, LeBron James – Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, all these guys, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant in Oklahoma City, he is leading both teams. He has 41 points. I mean, that's remarkable just to come back. Two years ago, you're you're done, kind of. You're Who knows if you're going to come back and be fully healthy? Who knows if you're going to make another all-star team? Mm-hmm. Who knows how you're going to be as an NBA player in the future? And he comes back and drops 41 in the all-star game. Uh, he's having another tremendous season. Uh, I don't know what the, the standings are right now. I think Indiana, I don't think they're in there, though, right? I think they're just out. Yeah, they're yeah. just out. Well, but he's like the only decent player on the team. He's putting him on his back. Right. And before the injury, he was peaking. That was right as he was coming into his own. He was becoming like a borderline superstar in the league. Had that injury, everyone thought it would set him back. But you're right. He looks, I think, better than ever this yeah. year. He's Pacers, an awesome comeback story. He's only 25, yeah. too. He's a top 10 player in the league. He's a right three-time now. All-Star now, two-time um, NBA third team. I'm just reading the stats like awards. He's just a good guy, too. People just like him. There's nothing to dislike about him. Pacers are in sixth place right now in the Eastern. And they oh, name well, another guy on the team. Like I, Miles mm. Turner is their center. That's like <laughs> the only other good guy. Yeah, he's had an okay year. Hmm. Other than that, I can't name another Pacer. Yeah, me yeah, too. See. Rodney Stuckey. <laughs> Rodney That's their shooting guard. He's a Pacer? Yeah, he's yeah. a Pacer. Yeah. Oh, geez. George Hill That's was bad. like 50 years old as a point guard. The days with Hashim Thabit was playing center for uh, the Pacers. For Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert, Roy Hibbert. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was oh in there. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Hashim Thabit. Is he on the Pacers? Or am I thinking of Hibbert? I think you're thinking of Hibbert. I'm thinking of Hibbert. Thabit came was that final four. Like yeah, Thabit yeah. was, oh, yeah. was with yeah, Georgetown. Was, yeah, or, no, UConn. Wait, who was Thabit for in college? Was it, was it UConn? I don't know. Yeah, it was U- yeah, Thabit was with UConn. It was UConn, okay. So that was my stud, Paul George, tremendous basketball player, maybe for the future, let's hope so. My dud... Uh, Evander Kane of the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, okay. Though, if you guys yep. heard this. Uh, I did. The game yesterday, or I think, yeah, they played Colorado on Sunday, yesterday <coughs> in Buffalo, and he took a private jet or plane to attend the All-Star game in Toronto, uh, NBA All-Star game in Toronto. And then he sleeps in, missed practice Monday. So now he's been suspended indefinitely. He's going to miss their game against Ottawa. Uh, they're very disappointed in him, and he's been playing well of late. It said he had five goals in their last six games, so this is a huge, uh, d- devastating loss right now for for the Sabers. And what a stupid decision by Evander Kane <laughs> going to support the all- NBA All Star game when you're an NHL player. Like what? What's, right. go- what's going through your head right now? You're plus you play for a team that relies heavily on you and like two other players. It just doesn't make like, sense. Nobody to else. Me. That's just right. stupid. Yeah, it was a very dumb decision. He said. Uh, they got out last night's game at 3.30. 3.30 in the afternoon was when the game ended, and he could have came back and was fine, but he decided to sleep in. Probably had too much fun partying with everybody up there in Toronto. Probably. So uh, it was just a dumb decision. Uh, 
It says, when do hockey guys even like basketball? I don't I know. They, I thought they liked like soccer, and that was it. It's either it's or golf. It, it's either you love hockey and hate basketball, or vice versa. There's yeah. no there's no like oh I like both. Right. It, Especially when you play the sport, like I could imagine exactly. Ovechkin at like a basketball game. No, no way. Chilling. Evander Kane, he's from Vancouver, so he's a Canadian. I don't know because the All Star game was in Canada. Drake probably to be him. yeah. He's trying to. <laughs> he's hanging out. He's partying with Drake and Kobe paint. all night. Right. That, yeah. that would be a fun party. Let's be honest. That probably, would be fun. I'd probably my probably didn't even that. make make it back to the states or anything. Didn't make it back to the team. Is the suspension awesome. worth the fun though? No, probably, probably. No. no. I'm probably saying that because I would never be in that situation. <laughs> if I was in the situation, I would be stupid enough to cost myself millions. And mm-hmm. you're the star of your team. Like you got to be smarter than that. Yeah, that's why he'll never be captain. Nope, he'll never be a captain. Making. I'll nah, we'll give like that. that to Eichel before him. Yep. All right. Yeah, so who my, you got? So my my stud. I had two of them. One of them was actually Paul George. Okay. So I will I'll skip that. My other one was uh, the incredible athletic Russell Westbrook. Won his second straight All Star Game MVP, and I don't think he gets enough credit in the league. I think a lot of people, for the most part, perceive him as the second-best player on the Thunder behind Kevin Durant. I think he's past Kevin Durant since Durant was hurt last year. Me too. I think Westbrook is actually the second-best player in the league overall. I think right behind Steph Curry, I think Westbrook is the second-best player. I don't think the league has ever seen an athletic guard like him, Mm -hmm. a player overall. He is so explosive. When he gets to the rim, you can't get in his way. He jumps out of the building. He's super quick, super strong. He's just an unbelievable player overall. His rebounding, um, he can get a triple-double any night. Yeah, they he, can drop fi- he can drop 50 points any night. Awesome shooter. So I think he was definitely um, the stud. And getting his second straight All-Star Game MVP when you have guys like Kobe and LeBron in that game. His teammate Durant, who people think is better than him, ridiculous. I, he's definitely my stud. Yeah, My dud is the National Basketball Association for Ooh. allowing that Kobe monstrosity to take place, taking away the attention from all the other guys, Listen, like I said, Kobe should have got his five minutes of fame, but it should have been five minutes, not a whole hour. I feel like every commercial that came on was going to be like, the, oh, the new 30 for 30, the Kobe Bryant story. See how it all began. Like, mm-hmm. It's just too much. You're a great player, Kobe, and it's, I'm not saying it's his fault. I think it's the NBA's for allowing that to happen, for allowing the All-Star game to become the Kobe Bryant game. And hope going forward they kind of realize that when LeBron decides to retire one day, they can get their five minutes and all that, but limit it to five minutes. I thought it was kind of obnoxious, too, that the sideline reporter for uh, TNT or whatever station was broadcasting the game, they'd go over and he'd talk to LeBron or Carmelo or whoever it was. I know LeBron was one of them for sure. Yeah. He was just like, oh, what's it like to play with Kobe in the last like, – they were only asking questions pertaining to Kobe Bryant. Because it became the Kobe Bryant All-Star game. Exactly. It's going to be the last one for Kobe Bryant. That's why everyone's hyping it up. Uh, but he's that big of a player that – I mean, look at the all-star lives, ten guys, five on each team. They're all yeah. perennial all-stars. They make it every year. This is Kobe's last year, and uh, it's a big year for him. I'm, I'm looking what about th- other guys that may be their last year? You can't say all the other guys can be back every other year. I think I'm looking at this right now. Dwayne Wade, he's perennial. Kyle Lowry's pretty one of the best point guards in the I'm just saying you can't guarantee that they'll be back for other ones. Maybe one of them gets hurt. Maybe yeah. next year they're just not as good and don't get the votes. Right, but. I, I I get your point, but I'm just saying like it could have been more about the other guys too. There could have been some Kobe stuff, but it didn't need to be all about. about yeah, him. they could have shown highlights of LeBron or Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. Like it shouldn't just have been limited to Kobe Bryant. I get that it's his last one. He's had a bunch of them. Uh, you said 18, right? How many seasons selection. has he even had? In like 19, 20. <laughs> yeah, that's the record. 20. Wow. 
That's incredible. All with the same team. All with the same team, yeah. 20 yeah. So he's only missed incredible. two All-Star games. And he had the most votes this year. He almost had two million votes. Is it the fan vote? Fan vote, That's yep. the problem. The fan vote's the problem. I'm you guys still got people voting for Yelman. Darn fans. Yeah. <laughs> fans love yeah. Kobe Bryant. This is the guy from the 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. This was the guy with Shaq and, and yeah. everybody in late. I mean, in late 2000s, he was still yeah. crushing it. Mm-hmm. 2006. Like, 2010, he led them the back-to-back. 2009, 2010 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he had the 81-point game. Was that 2006, I think? Yeah. It's either it's between 04 and 06, yeah. something yeah. like that. That was just incredible. But he's still – Producing at a high rate, and I'm April 13th of this year. I think it's the Lakers' last home game against Utah. That was sold out right when he announced that retirement. Wow. That's the only game that was sold out. They watch, sold out watch after the games. He'd be like, you know what? I'm coming back for one more. And then we're doing it all again we next have to go year. Through baby. It one we're doing more time again next year. <laughs> yep, that's just my like problem Brett with Favre. it. I just don't like how guys do that. Like I understand Kobe's legend, but look at Kelvin Johnson. A report came out. He knew before the season he was going to retire. Apparently, he told his family. Yeah, he kept it to himself the whole time because he know he he doesn't want the attention on him. He he's never he, been like that. He, I know, and I, that's he's very modest, yeah. respected player. And that's mm-hmm. why I like him. He's not all about the attention. He wants it to be on his teammates rather than him. Yeah, and I can respect that. He only told two people. About that, he told Matthew Stafford and Stephen Tolick. He kept that quiet to the other 50 me- members in the on the team and everybody else. Yep. And we still don't know what's going on. We haven't heard anything from uh, yeah, he Calvin Johnson. He's, yeah, he's he hasn't done. announced anything. He's done. I'm I'm hoping for the worst, but praying for the best. I think that's what we're all doing. You mean you're expecting the worst? <laughs> I'm preparing for the worst. You said you're, we're hoping for the worst over here. Oh, I am. Please retire, Calvin. Don't. It's Golden back, Tate's please. time to shine. Golden no, it's not. Tate's time. Give him the 81. <laughs> Okay, so we'll get into um, we'll talk about Red Wings and Pistons wrapping up here for the fast past uh, for the last few minutes. Red Wings have won um, four of the last six games. They've been on a good stretch. Pistons are kind of trending the other way. They've lost um, four of their last six. They're at, right in that ninth spot right now, falling out of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Um, what's your guys' take on them? Talking about both Red Wings and Pistons. Yeah, right we'll now? talk about both of them. All right, I'm going to talk about the Red Wings first. Uh, you know, they're in a good position right now. I think they're fourth in the East. They're up there in the Atlantic. Uh, the Red Wings, you know, Dylan Larkin's got 18 goals. He leads the league in plus minus, uh, 24. So they have a solid bunch. I think that win against uh, Boston yesterday, it was an incredible win for them. Darren Hell uh, got going. He had two goals, almost at a hat trick. Uh, Pavel Datsuk had his 900th point. And I, yeah. I can't believe he's been on the team since 2001. It's fast. It's crazy it's how things ride. fly by yeah, and everything. Uh, no, this team, they had a tough loss today. Uh, they played in the Islanders. It was 4-1 on President's Day. Uh, but I feel this team is 29-19-9. Uh, I think they're going to make their – how many years has it been now? This will be the 24th yeah. year. So since we've all been alive, pretty We've pretty never crazy. seen the Red Wings not in the playoffs. That's our one team that's always yeah. been consistent. Yep. But pretty the problem cool. with the Red Wings is – they can't finish in the playoffs. They're always a first round ouster, Lately. second round. There was I the can't last remember the last time they've even made it to the conference finals. Much it was Chicago. Well, it was against Chicago ago. two years ago, right? Yeah, no, they, that was the second round. Three that years was the ago? Western Conference Finals. That was three one. They they had to win one more game to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Brent no, I'm pretty sure that was the semifinals. That was Almost the, positive. I, I I bet my entire let's, college let's look tuition. This up. Let's look this up. <laughs> it's gonna be the awkwardness right now. Uh, Debates live. <laughs> This is great. I'm pretty sure they did. They did choke that year, though, and that was probably the closest they've been in the last like, six oh, years. Oh yeah, no, they should have closed they so that much, series that was, out. They easily. were a really young team that year. Everyone thought, okay, next few years they're just going to get better and better. But they've fallen off and yeah. losing the first round. Mm-hmm. I think the last three years they've been not, they've been bounced in the 
quarterfinals each year. I think this yeah. year they got a good mix, the perfect mix of veteran and young talent. I think Zetterberg and Datsuk, it looked like they were falling off a bit, and the young guys were going to have to pick up the slack. But look at what Datsuk and Zetterberg did yesterday. Two goals each. Zetter, uh, Datsuk had three points overall. If they can keep that up, if Nyquist, Larkin, and Tatar can keep developing, watch out in the playoffs. I think watch the, key, out. I, the key to their playoff success is definitely going to be those young guys. Uh, you know Datsuk's going to produce. He's been producing since he came back from his if injury. If healthy. If, if him yeah, and Zetterberg can yeah, stay healthy. If, if they stay healthy, uh, you know Datsuk will produce. You know that Zetterberg's going to score his. You know that Cronwall is going to be a huge threat. Um, it, it, it all comes down to Gus. It all comes down to Tatar and especially Dylan Larkin. If these guys slump at all throughout the playoffs, uh, this could be another first-round exit for them. Uh, Dylan Larkin has been the most consistent all year by far. Uh, he's only 19 years old. He's 19 years old, and he's leading the NHL in plus-minus. That's incredible. Awesome. I, name the last person that's done that as a rookie. I can't. It's yeah. usually the veteran guys. Usually yeah. like Ovechkin yeah, or someone. Yeah, you got Ovechkin. You got Tyler Sagan or Jamie Benn. You got these high-scoring players. Dylan Larkin is just doing everything. He's leading he's this two, team. He's a two-way player. He's a five-tool player, man. He yeah. can do everything. You're right. I know. We got to confirm. I know. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Okay. They lost so the it, was, it was the semifinals? Yeah. Uh, Chicago why went to I win think that. It was, yeah, so, why right? did I think it was the Stanley Cup Finals? I it kind of it had that vibe. Oh, the I, Stan- I, oh, you thought it was the Stanley Cup Finals? No, no he thought, thought it was, it was the conference. conference. Oh, okay. Going in the Stanley yeah, Cup Finals. Oh, okay. I think gotcha. it had that vibe, like whoever won that series was going to win the next run anyway in advance of the Stanley yep, Chicago Cup Finals. Chicago won that year, though, didn't they? We had them down 3-1. to If we had to finish it off, who knows what could happen. And that last game went to overtime, too, didn't it? Yeah. Brent Seabrook took that wrister from... Halfway through. Who, who oh, let that goal in? Oh, yeah, Jimmy freaking Howard. That's Jimmy gonna be the, big, Howard. the biggest player in these playoffs this year will be Peter Morazic. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to put the team on his back. Well, you know Jimmy Howard's run. not going to do it. He's not playing. I don't want him to see the ice come playoff team. I'll bet come you playoff time. When Peter Morazic's no. played 30, Get him out of here. Trade 39 him. Games, trade him. 39 games this year for Peter Morazic, 20 for Jimmy Howard. And this was a guy that was given a six-year, $35 million contract from Ken Holland and Mike Illich. And this his, is what he has to show for it. His time's almost done. You got to sign Peter. Peter Mrazek's what, 23, 24 years old? Well, he's he's going to be locked up for a while. Yeah, you got to lock him up. He's very guy. young. He's got a lot of talent. And I Absolutely. think the Broadways are seeing that right now. But yeah. they, Howard, need, they need to trade Howard right now while he still has the tiniest bit of value. Yeah. Fun fact, the company I used to work for back in Ann Arbor, they just built his house. I was really? there one day working when he came in, and they were finalizing the deal on his house and everything. <laughs> they just got that built. So hopefully he won't be there very long. <laughs> hopefully they'll be tearing that thing down and he'll be moving to It'll LA. It'll be a uh, weird vacation home, maybe. He's a jerk in person, by the way. Is he really? Yeah. How he come? Just, everyone in the office would talk about how they would try to say hi to him, get his autograph. He would kind of just walk by him and act all nonchalant, ignore him. Not, not even, not even say hi to him. That's not cool. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, I, I could see him getting traded to, uh, to an Edmonton, uh, to a Toronto, a, a, a team that needs a goalie that Jimmy is Howard just for Connor McDavid, that close. straight up. Straight up, yeah. To We're for all who? praying. Connor McDavid for Jimmy. Oh Howard. my goodness! Do they do? You think they'd even answer? They they would hang up immediately. <laughs> if we offer like Nyquist or Tatar or somebody, yeah. Even then, they yeah. still they Tom still half of, half of our team. Yeah, half of our team. <laughs> we, yeah, it has to be Larkin, Nyquist, like a whole bunch of guys. So Morazic yeah. in there too. We have no goaltender. Just, Just have Connor, Connor McDavid, McDavid against everybody. All we need is Connor McDavid. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so turn our attention to basketball. Detroit Pistons. Um. Listen, the Red Wings are a lot to make the playoffs. Even if they were the eight seed right now, we're still so confident. 
They'll get up there. That we, we know that they'd make it. The Pistons, not so much. Growing up, they were all they were always great with Ben Wallace and co. But since then, the last six years, they haven't made it. This year kind of feels like the year they, they have to. All the pieces have kind of lined up. They have a good coach in Stan Van Gundy. And the East really isn't that great this year. It's competitive, but no team has really, besides the Cavs, has really established itself. So the Pistons, if they made the playoffs, they could really make it like three through eight. But you at least got to make that eight spot. We can't miss the playoffs again, or this is going to crush any hope we have for the future. Do you guys think they're going to make the playoffs? No, I don't. I'll say yes. You think they do? I think they do. I don't. I can't see it. Um, they've been sl- they've been slumping a lot recently. Um, Reggie Jackson, especially, um, he's still averaging nineteen points a game, uh, six six assists a game. Uh, it, it, I just don't see it out of this team this year. Uh, they. There's just something lacking about them. Yeah, I'll, I'll be watching games, and they, they'll they be up, and then they'll easily just blow the game, and they they just don't look like they have any energy at all. I, I don't know if you guys have watched any Pistons games this year. Well, I, I watched most I'll agree of with, them. I'll agree with you with that, but like he said, the East is so terrible this year, they actually have a shot. Like They're in the ninth spot. They're a half yeah. game out of yeah, eighth place. They absolutely they have find a chance. The consistency. Yeah, start, I think the more they grow, I think I think they'll start to find that more and more. I, they they I, definitely I have, have a chance. I, I have trust in Stan Van Gundy. Do you? Yeah. I, I think they'll fall just short. I mean, all their yeah. stars are averaging double figures. I mean, we got. I think K- they'll make it as a 7 or 8. KCP is injured right now, but he's going to come back. He's going to give them a spark. Mm-hmm. I mean, Reggie Jackson's having a good season. Andre Drummond, he's an all-star. Marcus mm-hmm. Morris. Drummond's been incredible. They can get a trade piece. They can trade Brand Jennings for maybe a Thaddeus Young of the Nets or maybe get Markeith Morris from the Suns. That's your X factor, right? I think there. Ryan Anderson too could be Ryan a good Anderson. shooter, good power forward. For him. They were talking about that too, weren't they? Yeah, yeah he's been, been, he's been a guy they've been talking about for a while. Trade talks. The problem is though, he's an unrestricted free agent, and the the summer Pistons mm. really want to keep an asset if they're going to give yeah. away some of like yeah. that. Right. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. We will pick up that Pistons talk next time. Um, for Von Lozon, Evan Sashella, I'm Colin Logson. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. <laughs>